On this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney, Jared discusses the hotel levels and prices at the Disney World Resort. Welcome to this week's episode of A Dryer Dose of Disney. I'm your host, Jared Dreyer, and today we are going to be talking to you about Disney World Resort hotels and the different classifications that are out there. And this is the perfect segue for me to tell you that this was actually a listener-requested episode. In fact, I talked to one of our longtime listeners who listens to every single episode, and he came to me and he said, hey, lots of great content, but I want to know more about the Disney World Resorts. Specifically, what are the different classifications? What can I expect to be different between them? And what he was saying was, at the end of the day, we know that obviously a drier dose of Disney, our podcast has our own condo that we like to stay at. And of course, you are welcome to stay there. There's a link in the podcast description or on the YouTube description down below where you can find that link to our uh, condo down in Disney World. But he said, we know that you want to stay there. We know that obviously you believe that it's less expensive to be offsite at a Verbo or an Airbnb or even a partner hotel. And I do believe that. I actually, in that episode that we talked about where to stay when you're in Orlando or going to a Disney resort, we talked about the differences between being on property, being off property, or going to a Verbo. We talked about the different values and that the fact is you're really only going to be sleeping there at night. Do you want to spend your money at a place that you're not going to be at very much and are at least interacting with uh, where you're just going to be sleeping? Or would you rather spend your money on the food and the dining, which is what we prefer to do just because we love food and love to eat, which you can tell by uh, looking at me if you're watching us on YouTube. So because of that, we've always leaned towards staying off property at a less expensive place, especially if there's more room to spread out like with our condo it's a three-bedroom condo with two bathroom so that way whether we're there or we've got friends with us we've got plenty of room to spread out everyone has their own bathroom it's a nice place to go and it's really inexpensive when you're going to be running it from us directly so obviously a great way to save some money if you're going down to orlando with a family and you're planning multiple days at the parks is to stay off site but what he said and he made a really great point is he said For a lot of families, this is their one vacation. This is their one time they're going to do it, and they want to stay on property. They want to get that full Disney experience from head to toe, and they want to know exactly what is going to be the best place for them to stay. So he said, so you should do an episode where at least you talk about the differences between the hotels and all the different resorts that are out there. In Orlando, there are a ton. So we are going to be covering that today. Now, it's a great time for me to tell you also, wherever you're listening to us, in this podcast, or if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead and click pause and click that subscribe button. So that way you're going to get this content delivered into your inbox each and every single week. And you're going to always be alerted to the best tips and tricks when they come out. And then if you found any tips and tricks that are going to save you money, and today is an interesting episode because we're going to talk about money uh, quite a bit when we go through the different classifications of resorts. But if there's a tip or trick that's going to save you some money, then we ask, find us over at Patreon. That's also in the links down below. Throw us a couple dollars there, become a subscriber because subscribers like you are who keep this podcast going and you're going to get some extra benefits over there as well. We really do love our Patreon supporters and you guys are the reason we are doing this podcast. So we thank you very much for being a supporter of the show. So with that, we're going to dive in today and talk about Disney World. Next week, we're going to talk about Disneyland and there is a really big key difference between Disney World and Disneyland. So whichever one you're going to, I encourage you to listen to that episode 
because we are going to make some specific call outs that are going to be different between Anaheim and Orlando. And we are today only talking about Disney resorts. We are not going to be talking about Universal or SeaWorld or some of the other places you can go to. We are going to be hitting specifically just on Disney. And that's just because that's where the majority of people go and spend their money and their time. With that, let's talk about Disney World and that there are four levels of resorts at Disney World. And in fact, there's really only three, but the fourth one is definitely worth a call out. And it's a different experience that you can get with your family, especially if you're going to be traveling in a really large group. So we do want to call that one out as well. But those four levels are value, moderate, deluxe, and then that fourth weird one are the villas. Uh, A lot of the different resorts have villas that are multiple bedroom places that you can go to and have a little bit more privacy and sleep a little more people. So we're going to take you through all four of those levels today, starting with the value level. Okay, so with the value level, these are going to be your resorts like the all-star movie resort, all-star music resort, all-star sports resort, pop century and the art of animation resort. So in total, you have five different resorts that are value resorts. These are designed and look very much like a motel, meaning your rooms are always outside facing. So you have to walk outside to get to your door. They are a couple levels tall. They have really cool Disney features and a lot, especially Art of Animation. They've got a lot of Disney characters around there and they're a lot of fun. Now, all-star movies, music and sports are very specific to those categories. So obviously sports has the balls and the bats and the basketball, stuff like that. Music's got the guitar and the music notes and movies has all the movie reels and stuff like that. Art of Animation's still going to be the one that's the most Disney. So if you really want a Disney experience that looks and feels with a lot of cool Disney features, then you're going to want to go to the Art of Animation Resort when you're talking about the value level. Our second level is the moderate level. And if you listen to our recent episode where we talked about our review of a hotel, this is the level we stayed at. We wanted to stay middle of the road. So we went to Port Orleans Riverside, and that's one of the moderate. Next door to that is the French Quarter, Coronado Springs, Caribbean Beach Resort, and the Fort Wilderness Cabins are all moderate level. These are going to be your middle of the road type of resorts. Now, we'll get into rooms in just a second. There's not a lot of difference as far as the rooms go. Where you're going to see the difference is in the resort itself. And we'll talk about that a little later in the episode. Our next level is going to be the deluxe level. And of course, this is the top tier. This is the Grand Floridian, which is the top resort out there in Orlando by far. The Contemporary, the Polynesian, the Beach Club, the Yacht Club, the Boardwalk, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Jumbo House, and the Wilderness Lodge. So there's quite a few at the deluxe level. Obviously, this is your nicest resort. Again, the rooms are slightly different. We'll cover those in just a second, but you're going to get a lot out of these resorts. And they have a lot of really cool features over there. Now with the villas. So if you want to get a multiple bedroom situation where you're in your own little townhome where you can have multiple rooms, a lot of different beds, you're going to want to look at the Beach Club, Boardwalk, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Wilderness Lodge, and the Contemporary Resort, which is over in the Bay Lake Towers, which we talked about on the DVC episode. The villas are where you're going to get more bedrooms and you're going to be able to house more people. The prices for those are a huge range. And we're going to talk about those also later in the episode today. So those are your four levels. So everything we're going to go through, we're going to talk about what it's like at the value, the moderate, the deluxe, and then the villas. They don't have a whole lot of extra information other than they can be multiple bedroom situations and that they're at the nicer deluxe resorts for the most part. So we may leave some of those out. Now, when we get to pricing, we will talk about those as well, just because it is such a wide range. But let's start with just room size. And before I dive too deep into room size, 
One important call out about Disney in Orlando is almost every single hotel. So all these value moderate deluxe hotels have some sort of suite on site, meaning that even if you're going to Art of Animation and you need a bigger room, they have a suite there that you can uh, rent for the your stay. And it's going to have more room, maybe even a few more beds in there. So you're going to be able to get more people in there. Now, the really cool suites are going to be over at the Grand Floridian. They've got the Walt Disney suite. They have the Roy Disney suite, as well as a few others. And those are all fantastic and really nice. And the reason I call this out on this episode is we are going to spend more time on the Disneyland episode talking about their signature suites because there are in, are in fact a handful of really awesome ones out there at Disneyland. Disney World does not have those other than the Roy suite and the Walt suite. They do have a couple other really cool ones that are themed more for, for classic design and whatnot. And again, all the hotels have their suites, but they are not themed the same way that the Disneyland hotel ones are. So I did want to call that out that every single one of these hotels has suites if you want them. But if you're just going for the standard room where you're going to get two queen beds or uh, a king and a pole out or something like that, those are the rooms that we're going to be talking about as we go through this. So at your value resorts, again, so all-star movies, all-star music, art of animation, your lower end tier, these rooms are all about 260 square feet. So they're not very big. If you think about it at home, most bedrooms at your house are probably 10 by 10 or 12 by 12. So anywhere from... Uh, 100 square feet to 144, you're talking about double that size. So about twice the size of a bedroom, maybe the size of your master bedroom. So if you have a large master, you may be at about 260 square feet for comparison's sake. So take that into consideration when you're thinking about how large these rooms are. So 260 square feet, obviously, is going to fit you two queen beds. It's going to have the, the dresser with the TV on it, and it's going to have the bathroom off to the side. That's going to be really about it. Now, what Disney does really cool about all the bathrooms is they put the toilet and they put the shower in a closed door part of the bathroom. And then the sink is usually out where everyone can use it whenever they need it. So that is a really cool feature of the Disney hotels. Now, if you listen to our episode where we talked about Port Orleans Riverside, we said that the room felt pretty small. The bathrooms were really small and that they, though they were functional and they worked fine for our stay, they weren't super nice. They weren't anything that I would be writing home about. So do keep that in mind that Disney obviously has made thousands and thousands of rooms available. They're all pretty much at that bare minimum level where you're going to get two beds. The mattresses are, they're fine, but they're not something again to write home about. They're not pillow top. They're not going to be super soft. The bathrooms have a shower curtain in them for the most part at your value and moderate resorts. The deluxe ones are going to go to glass doors. And then at the moderate and deluxe level, so you're going to get multiple sinks, which will help if you have a larger family. But really, the bathrooms and the rooms, for the most part, are about the same. Now, where they do start to get different. So at the moderate level, you're going to go to 314 square feet. So about 50 square feet more, about 20% of a larger room. Our room at Port Orleans had a little table with a couple chairs for a little sitting area. That was uh, probably something that wouldn't be at the value resort. And again, we had two sinks in the bathroom. So not a huge difference between the two. But again, the difference is going to be at the resort. And we're going to talk about those in just a minute here. When you go to the deluxe level, you're up to 344 square feet. So only 30 square feet more than the moderate rooms. So not a big difference, only 10% larger. So again, the room itself isn't anything to write home about. They're not going to knock your socks off. Now at the deluxe level, 
you'll probably get a glass shower door. The shower will probably be a little bit nicer, but the beds are about the same. The pillows are about the same. In fact, I went online and I specifically searched that to find out between the value resort, the moderate and the deluxe, do the beds change? Do you get different pillows, different bedding? And they all said no, that it's actually almost identical between each one. Now, where you will see a difference is at the deluxe level, you're going to see more king beds. So if you have a family where maybe you have one or two kids and they're okay sleeping on a pullout couch or a rollaway, or maybe you have a newborn that's going to go in a crib, the deluxe room is going to give you a little more room for that. And the mom and dad can have a king size bed, which is nice. And that's what we sleep on at home. And that's what we prefer when we travel. But those are going to be your really big differences between the three different levels of value, moderate and deluxe is you may be able to get a king bed more often at the higher level. You're going to have a nicer shower. You're going to get two sinks. Other than that, the rooms are pretty much the same across the board. Again, like I said at the beginning of the episode, and I've said on my other episodes, I really want to encourage you to think about how much time am I going to be spending in my room? If you're not spending a lot of time in your room, then it doesn't matter what your room is really like other than when you sleep. So know that with each one of those three levels, they're going to be about the same. Now with our villas, they range from 316 square feet, so about a moderate room size for a studio type of apartment all the way up to 2,500 square feet, which is the size of a large townhome or a small house. And those are going to have up to three bedrooms where you can have multiple people staying in each room. And obviously you can have a large family there. So the villas are really cool and those are going to be much more expansive. I encourage you, if you have a larger family, do check out the villas because they are really cool, but they are going to be at your higher end resorts. Now, we talked about the bathrooms, we talked about the beds, we talked about the rooms. Let's talk about how the resorts now are going to be different between these three different levels. First of all, let's talk transportation. One of the really cool perks of being at a Disney resort in Orlando is the ability to get to the parks relatively easy through the Disney transportation system. And in Orlando, that is especially important because they're also spread out. Now, next week, when we talk about Disneyland, you're going to find that all three hotels are on site and you can walk to everything. That is not the case at Disney World. These things are spread out miles apart. You're probably not going to be walking from your hotel to the resort unless you're at uh, one that is so close to Magic Kingdom, which is really only a couple options there. You're going to be taking the Disney transportation. So at your lower end, your value resorts, they all have access to the buses. And then if you want to pay for it, you can get a mini van. And when I say mini, I'm talking mini mouse. And then they have the polka dot vans that look like mini mouses costume and they will take you like an Uber to anywhere you want to go within the resort, but you are going to be paying for those individually when you take those. So they all have the buses and they all have access to the minivans. As you move up through the resorts, when you get to the moderate resorts, like when we stayed at uh, Port Orleans Riverside, we then got access to a boat that would take us to Disney Springs. So that was a really cool feature. I will say the boat took us a while to get back and forth between the two. It was relaxing. It was nice. Now, I will say at nighttime when we were coming back, my wife and daughter were freezing. And of course, this was the last week of January. So it was at a colder time of year, and I would expect to be cold sitting out on the water at that point in time. But we did have the boat access, which was really nice. And then when you get to the highest end ones at the deluxe level is where you're going to start seeing the monorail, and then you're going to have the Skyway. So those are the Uh, gondolas that go between multiple parks and multiple hotels. At the deluxe level, you're going to get a lot of extra features as far as transportation goes. So I encourage you when you go online and you're looking at a Disney resort and you're thinking about where you want to stay, 
take a look at the transportation options and they do list them at every hotel right in the description that say, here's how you can get around. Now with the monorail and the skyways, those are going to be a lot easier to get to your uh, destinations. Now they don't go to all four parks. They only go to a couple parks, Epcot, Hollywood Studios are the two that have the Skyway. The monorail is Epcot and over to Magic Kingdom. Other than that, if you're going to go to Animal Kingdom, you're going to be taking a bus. If you don't have one that's at the Skyway and you're going to Hollywood Studios, you're going to be taking a bus. So I would definitely consider that when you're looking at the different resorts and where you want to go. And maybe you're only going to hit a couple of the parks or maybe there's a specific park you want to hit multiple times. Then I may take that into consideration. So know that as the resort levels go up, you do get more transportation options, which is nice. Next on the list are pools. Now, every single resort has the pools. When we stayed at Port Orleans Riverside, they had the really main large pool. That was really cool. It's on this little center island area. It had a water slide, which was nice. There is a bar you can go to to go get some drinks and some food. Lots of seating areas that you can sit out. And there's areas to also be in the shade. So the pool at Port Orleans Riverside was really cool. But then between some of the buildings, they had smaller pools that were just your typical, I'd say 20 by 20 type pool where you can go do some lap swimming or maybe your kids just want to splash around and and you don't want to disturb everyone else. There are some of those pools around as well. Now, again, with the resorts, the higher the level of the resort, the more pools you get, the more features you get, and the more uniqueness you're going to get. At the high levels, you're going to have multiple pools, multiple slides, multiple cool things to do. At your value level, you're going to have one pool. It'll probably have a slide or some kind of water entertainment there, maybe a splash pad, but it's going to be really basic. So as you go up through the resort levels, you're going to get more water access and have a lot more water fun. So if pools are important to your kids, then I would definitely say check out at least a moderate level or deluxe level resort, but that'll be up to you depending on what your needs are for your family. Now, at each of the resorts, you can also pay to upgrade your view. So when you go to a resort, it may be uh, $200 at a value resort, but it may be $240 if you want a better view than just the parking lot. Or it may be $280 if you want a garden view, or you want something on the main level with a sliding door or whatnot. So know that your views and your accessibility to your unit are going to cost you a little bit more. When we went to Port Orleans Riverside, we opted for a garden view. And once we got there and were able to walk the premises, there were some really cool rooms that were more in the forest section that I would have probably scheduled and uh, booked a room over there just because it was really unique versus the garden view. But know that every single resort is going to have multiple views and those are all going to charge you a different amount. So do keep that in mind as well. If you want to go for the most basic one, you're going to be facing the parking lot. There's not going to be a great view out your window and your room may not be in a very unique spot like in the middle of the forest. So Keep that in mind when you're thinking about these resorts as well. Probably the biggest difference, though, that I'm going to call out between the resorts is going to come down to the food. And like I said, we are foodies. We love to eat. We love to go to these different places and try the different foods at the value level. So your base level at Art of Animation or the all-star resorts, you're going to have a food court, which is cool. So you're going to have a food court where you can go in, you can pick food from different types of cuisine or different stations. And that'll work for you for breakfast, lunch, or dinner. And you're going to be able to go into the food court area and go sit and eat that together with your family. Every single resort has access to a food court one way or another because they want to make sure you have the ability to get the food that you need for you and your family. When you go to the moderate level, you're going to pick up a sit-down restaurant. So like when we went to Port Orleans Riverside, we got the barbecue restaurant, which was part of the reason I booked that resort. 
is when we were choosing between multiple moderate levels, we wanted a boat experience to get over to Disney Springs and try that out, as well as we wanted something that had really good food in their sit-down restaurant. And because I love barbecue, I found that Port Orleans had a barbecue restaurant, and I thought, that's perfect. That's where I want to go. So that's why we booked it. That restaurant was great. The food was phenomenal. We absolutely loved it. It was very much in traditional Disney fare, meaning that uh, it was multiple courses. If you wanted, we ordered an appetizer. We had a main meal. You can get desserts. And the food was all great. We loved every single bite that we had over there at Port Orleans Riverside. So know that uh, when you go to the moderate levels, you're now going to pick up a sit-down restaurant, but they're not all the same. Like I was saying, you can get a barbecue restaurant, maybe you have an Italian restaurant, maybe you have an American cuisine type restaurant, but definitely you want to check that out. When you go to the deluxe level, now you're going to have multiple sit-down restaurants to choose from, meaning that when you're on site, there may be three or four restaurants at that hotel in addition to the food court, or maybe they have a bar in addition to those things. So you're going to get more food options. So that's definitely a big draw of going to the higher level. However, the one question that I have everyone ask about these different hotels is, okay, what's the cost? Of course, you can go online, you can check those out and know that for different seasons, it's going to cost you a different amount of money to go to each one of the hotels. So I'm going to give you a ballpark number of what it's going to cost per night at each one. So for the value resorts, you're going to be paying about two to $300 a night. If you're going to go stay for uh, four nights, so you have time to hit uh, all four parks. So you arrive on one day, maybe you do that park on the last day. That's going to cost you anywhere from about $800 to $1,200 just for your hotel stay. When you go to the moderate level, that's going to cost you about three to $500 a night, depending on the time of year that you go. So for a four-night stay there, you're going to be paying anywhere from about $1,200 to $2,000. When you go to the deluxe level, so this is the Grand Floridian, Contemporary Polynesian, you're going to be paying five to $800 a night. So for a four-night stay, you're going to be paying anywhere from $2,000 to $3,200. And again, this is just for your room. So when you add that all up, that's a huge range from $800 up to $3,200. So you definitely want to consider what's in my budget, how long do I want to stay, and how important is it to me that we are staying at a resort that has all these amenities versus the fact that the rooms aren't widely different. You may get an extra sink. You may get a king bed. Where do I want to stay? Okay. Now, like I said on our other episodes, if you go off-site, you're going to be finding hotels and some nice hotels in the $100 to $200 range and even in Embassy Suites where there's a couple rooms, you're in that two to $300 range anyways, and you get free breakfast. So that's why we say like at an Embassy Suites, you're going to get a little more bang for your buck. You can have multiple rooms, free breakfast, all that adds up really quick. If you go to the Dryer Dose at Disney Condo, ours are always less than $200 a night unless you're coming during the crazy peak season. So uh, you're going to get a three bedroom, two bath. Now you don't get the free food or the breakfast or anything like that. You're going to have to supply your own. But you would have to do that at Disney World anyways. So food for thought there when you're thinking about different places to stay and the cost. Now, we did talk about earlier the villas and the fact that has a wide range of costs. So let's cover those real quick. So for a villa for a one, basically a one bedroom studio, which is ironic because a studio is itself one bedroom. Those are going to start at about $500 a night. So very similar to the deluxe level. And of course, these are at the deluxe resorts usually. But when you go all the way up to a three-bedroom, that's going to cost you about $2,500 a night. So if you have multiple families, you're going to break it up. That's going to come out to equivalent of about $800 per room per night 
for the deluxe villas over there. That is also an option. And of course, if, like I said, multiple families are going to go together and split it all up, maybe that's more of your style and the way that you want to do it there. So with that's an overview of the hotels over at Disney World. So for today, our I can do this all day tip of the day is I would tell you before you go, when you're planning your vacation, I want you to think about what is important to you as a family. Earlier, we talked about food. Obviously, that's important to my family and I. We talked about pools. Maybe you have kids that love the water and you're looking at pools. Maybe you're not going to be taking a car and you're thinking about transportation and getting to and from the parks, and that's important to you. What I want you to do is I want you to think about really what is important to me and is it worth the extra money to do that? For example, if it's very important to me, I I didn't want to bring a car. I want to get transportation then I'm probably going to want to look at a deluxe level resort, but a deluxe is going to be five to $800 a night. So my question for you, is it worth paying maybe three or 400 bucks for your entire trip to have a rental car where you can drive yourself in and out of these resorts and go to a lower level, like a value resort, if you're not concerned about the pool or the restaurants. So you're going to save money. That's going to help you in the long run. And that may be more financially smart for you and your family. So Consider those kind of things like what's the cost offset if I do run a car or maybe you're thinking about the pool or eating at the different restaurants that are on site. You may think, hey, we're going to be rope droppers. We're going to get there first thing in the morning. And if you are, I encourage you to go listen to our rope drop episodes. But you may think by doing rope drop, I'm going to be there at 8 a.m. So I'm not going to be worried about eating breakfast. And so I'm going to go to the parks and I'm going to grab something as we're walking through the parks or maybe when we're getting into a longer queue. And uh, that's a tip that I tell people is if you have multiple people in your party, even if there's two, you can have somebody get in line and somebody else can go run and get something to eat and bring it back to you in line. And then you guys can enjoy that while you're in line. And again, I encourage you to do mobile ordering because that makes it way easier because you can just say, yeah, I'm here. And they're just going to get that ready for you. You can pop in, pop out and take that back into the queue with you. Now, a lot of the rides don't let you take food on the ride. So you're going to want to eat it in the queue. But that's a way to save some time there as well. So those are all things to consider when you're thinking about your stay at a Disney resort is what do I want my amenities to be? And is it worth that money to pay for that? So with that, we wish you a magical week as you are planning your next Disney vacation. We will talk to you next week when we talk about Disneyland and the hotels over there. And specifically, we're going to cover the signature suites because there's fewer hotels and those suites are amazing. And we definitely love talking about them. So we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.